This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Look, later this hour, we got a pair of great guests for you. Mike Lombardi, Odyssey NFL Insider. Can't wait for his thoughts on the week one slate, especially Dallas and um, Tampa Bay coming up on Thursday night. And then we'll talk to Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge, on all things MLB. We're not going to forget MLB next month. We're going to be inundated with football, football, football. But we do have pennant races, Giants, Dodgers, great series over the weekend. And maybe Max Scherzer to capture a Cy Young. So we'll do some baseball with Kenny Ducey later in the show. But right now, we'll do this a couple times this show. Maybe we'll do NFC right now, and then we'll do AFC later on in the show. Let's start looking at the NFL Week 1 games. We just broke down the Bucks and the Cowboys. And now we'll look at the ones in which the home team is in NFC. We'll kind of line them up here. Joe Gillio and Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, let's start with a game that, you know, I, I think ordinarily, maybe not that much excitement. It's like, oh, one team's good, one team's not, whatever. But this game I find really intriguing. The 49ers are at the Lions. 49ers road favorites, minus 7.5. Over under this game is 45.5. A couple things off the top on this game. Number one, what are we going to see from the Niners? A lot of hype. I think it is deserved. I think Shanahan is an excellent coach. Garoppolo healthy now. We'll see what the plan is with Trey Lance because he hurt that finger last week and they're going to hold him out for about a week or so. We don't know how much of a role Trey Lance is going to have. But... I would not be surprised. My first read on this game is lower scoring. And my first read on the game, Aaron, is I'm not surprised if the Lions are in this game. I believe the Niners will win. I'd be surprised the Niners didn't find a way to win on the road. But I think the Lions are going to be in it. And I just can't wait to see the Dan Campbell era. We've been talking about Dan Campbell on this show for a couple months. I, I just can't <laughs> wait to see how this plays out because I think everyone is just assuming this guy is just a goof and he can't coach and he's some sort of wrestling character. But I mean, he he coached under Sean Payton. He coached with Bill Parcells. Like, it's not like this guy came out of nowhere to be a head mm-hmm. coach. He he has an interesting resume to get here, even though his personality is off the walls. I, I think it's a fun game. Um, I would lean Niners, but I, I the seven and a half feels like a big number to me on the road. Yeah, so I think this is a really interesting game as well. And I think the Lions are going to be better than folks are expecting them to be. Um, and I, I'm excited for the Dan Campbell era. I think he's going to be really good, even though people are making fun of him and not sure how this is going to play out. I think he's going to be great there. And he's hired a bunch of former NFL players on his staff, which I think, you know, will also bode well for the lions. Now I am coming in on this. I went to betql.com and this has a five-star rating 
on the over. I know you said you thought it might be a low score or a, yeah, you were thinking the under, Um, but the over. So BetQL has the total at 48 points. Um, The over under is 45 and a half. Um, So if you are thinking about this, um, according to BetQL, this is a five-star rating. They say consider taking the over. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that couple things stand out on that. One, that's going to feel that's going to mean Jimmy Garoppolo is is playing well. And I I've always I think Garoppolo is better than people give him credit for when he plays the Niners win. I mean, it's just his record there when he when he's a starter is incredible. Like they win mm-hmm. with Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't win with other quarterbacks. Obviously, Trey Lance is going to take that job sooner than later. But to, to go to the point of the five star bet on Becky and, and the over you know, Jared Goff, everyone's decided he's terrible. He's now the head coach. Uh, he's at quarterback of the, the Lions, Campbell, the head coach. He, I think Goff is a competent quarterback. Like if they give him time, they could put some points up. I, I would go if I if right now, and we'll we'll go through it during the week. But right now, my feeling is I would take the points with the Lions if I'm if I'm forced to make a, a wager on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you go over? Would you follow the five star play? I am. I probably would. I think it's a little early, but gosh, I mean. There's not a lot of five-star ratings for week one, according to BetQL, and this is one of them. So I'm like, hmm, it really has me thinking. I'm not quite ready to make a play on it. I'm going to think about it. But, um, you know, like I think there's only a handful of five-star ratings for week one across the board. So you got to trust it. In BetQL, we trust. We have, of course, we have. How could we not? That's what we do around here. Uh, all right, let's go to this game, Aaron. I, I think this is a really fun game. And two teams that could both be in the playoffs. One I think will be the Chargers are traveling to the Washington football team. It is a Chargers minus one line. Chargers road favorites in Washington week one. The overrun of this game, even lower than the last game we saw that. This is a 44 and a half total. Aaron, what jumps out to me, I know you're a um, a backer of the Washington football team. You have their ticket to win the division. They won it last year. They should be better at quarterback, though I, I am skeptical of Fitzpatrick as a full-time guy because he's kind of like spotty in and out. He has good games, bad games. But the one thing to keep an eye on, and I can't wait to watch this Washington football team defense play to see how good they are. If you go back and look at the quarterbacks they beat last year, they stunk. They were bad quarterbacks. They beat up on Andy Dalton. They beat up on Ryan Finley when Burrow got hurt. They beat up on, I mean, really the NFL's worst quarterback group, Nick Mullins. Like, they beat up on bad quarterbacks. This year, look at their schedule. There's Josh Allen on there. There's Patrick Mahomes. And they start week one with Justin Herbert. Aaron, I think we're going to find out right away. Is the Washington football team defense really ready to be, like, one of the two or three best in the NFL? Because if they shut down the Chargers with Herbert, then we got to say, wow. They're, they've arrived. I just I need to see it to believe it first. I need to see the Washington football team defense do do what they did last year to a good quarterback because they didn't really beat good quarterbacks last year. They beat they beat bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I I think the the Washington football team is ready to make that leap and have an elite defense this season. Um, it's Chase Young's second second year. I was thinking about it this morning though, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So last year or, or the year before when Washington football team had the opportunity to draft Chase Young, they still they could have gotten a quarterback, though, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and do they regret that? They could have had Justin Herbert or, you know, and it's like it just hasn't been working out at the quarterback position for the Washington football team. And obviously they went best player on the board um strategy and, and and I love Chase Young, you know, but they still don't have a long-term answer at quarterback. 
I mean, we all can go back to RG3 and what happened with him. And then they also had Kirk Cousins, which probably would have been their best bet to keep him. Um, but they didn't want to invest in him. They didn't. That regime did not like Kirk Cousins. And then now it's just been a carousel of quarterbacks in here. Obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick is here or in Washington, rather. I'm in D.C. if you don't know where I'm located. <laughs> um, but I, I was thinking about it. Like, do they regret not planning for the future at, at the most important position? Um, uh, here's the way I would answer it. I don't think they do today. They might in a year or two from now, right? So Herbert had a really good rookie season, and everyone thinks he's got he could be a top 10 quarterback for a while. He has that kind of potential. Young looks like he's just going to be a dominant defensive player for years. Aaron, if a year from now Washington still doesn't have quarterback figured out, and they, you know, they could trade for someone, they could try to get a a veteran who's available in the offseason. If if they don't get a quarterback in a year, I think we'll look back and we'll say, yeah, they blew this. I mean, they absolutely blew it. If if Herbert continues it right now, I don't think they regret it. I think they're happy what they have on defense. I think Ron Rivera is happy to have a, a game changer defensive lineman or pass rusher with Chase Young. I don't think today they regret it. Now yeah, a year from yeah. now they might. They also might regret it on Sunday. If Herbert goes in there and then throws for 350 yards on him, they might say, oh, I <laughs> ah, I should have got that guy. Yeah, that guy's pretty good. And, and and at the time, more there was more chatter about the Washington football team trying to get Tua. Yep. And no one was really talking about Justin Herbert. And I thought about that this morning. Like, hey, they could have tried to get him. Um, again, I, I'm so happy they have Chase Young. But it's just also frustrating as someone who's covered the team that like there still is no solutions at quarterback i'm i'm happy ryan fitzpatrick is here i mean but he's not the long-term answer you know and they don't have that and they haven't and they've just failed at finding success at that position here forever i mean really cousins is the best they've had i mean rg3's blip was better than anyone that one year but Cousins was the best they've had for a long time. They, even this year, they passed. They could have moved up in the draft, and the Bears did it. The Bears moved up for Justin Fields, and the, and Washington took a, took a linebacker. So mm -hmm. they're building on defense. That's the way they're going to have to win. How about this game, Aaron? Jets plus five and a half at the Panthers. The Panthers are five and a half point favorites. This we're calling this the Sam Darnold revenge game. Sam Darnold's first game as a Panther against the Jets. This line has moved significantly. This was around a three, three and a half point number during the summer. Ooh. It's moved to five and a half. Now the Jets lost Carl Lawson, their best pass rusher. I like the Panthers in this one. The over under in this game is 45. Of all the games we've talked about so far this morning, over 45 in this game is my favorite play. I don't think the Jets can oh. stop anyone without Carl Lawson. I think Darnold will have a good day against his ex-defense. And I think Zach Wilson, the rookie quarterback for the Jets, I think he's poised to play pretty well early on. I think I, I like what I saw out of him in the preseason more than I thought I would. So it's tough to it's tough to find the side in this game. I, this feels like the line is about right five and a half, but I do like the over. My first thought on the game is points. So it is five and a half or five. So let me look right now. See the updated. I think it might eight. be five. Well, it, it did move to I, five. Okay, yeah. yeah, that and honestly, I feel like I'm not ready to touch this one, but when it comes to the spread, BetQL has the Panthers favored by five and a half. Um, and right now on FanDuel, it's at five, but that's only a 0.5 difference. And like you said, right. it keeps moving. So that makes me nervous. And then when it comes to the total, BetQL has this only as a one star rating. 
I do like your point, though, Joe, um, on taking the over on this. Uh, BetQL has the total at 45 points, which is a zero point difference. So it's right, right there. there. It is right there, which is a little too close for my comfort. I don't know if I'm going to touch this one, at least not right now. Uh, but it, it'll be a good matchup for sure. I mean, Vegas seems to have this one right, according to BetQL. So, yeah, it, it does. And I, I think we get points this way. I think both quarterbacks could play well. And I, I'm interested to see if, if Darnold could be any better with uh, with Joe Brady as offensive coordinator. Aaron, a game I'll be watching very closely. Eagles <laughs> at the Falcons. So quickly, so what is your what kind of setup do you have? I, so I do the the one big TV in our in our like TV room. And then I'll do like the computer, uh, my laptop up, and an iPad. So I'll have uh, another game on one of them, right? And then the red zone I'll put on the other one so I can kind of follow along. Oh, I like that. What do you do for your setup? Are you one TV? Do you phone? Do you do an iPad? Like, what do you do? What do you do? Well, maybe we should settle this. I just moved into a house last week. Okay. Um, and I have like a, it's not a basement cause it's like the same level as like where the door is, but it's right. kind of like a basement that I could turn into. This is where I'm going to watch my games. And I'm thinking about maybe putting up a few monitors. So I'm like, why not? You know? Um, but obviously I can't make that happen this quickly. Well, maybe I could, but I've got other things to do. Um, so I'll probably do the same thing. I like that. Like maybe, so which one should I put red zone on the bigger one on the wall and then do laptop and iPad for another couple games or yeah it I mean I guess it depends on what so when the Eagles are not playing right if the Eagles are on prime time or they have a bye week or they're they're not playing I'll put the red zone on the big TV yeah and then yeah. I'll have a game just next to me like I'll pick my favorite one that's on but if the Eagles are playing which they are this one they're three and a half point dogs week one at Atlanta I will have the Eagles on the big one and then I'll have red zone in front of me Aaron, I've been thinking about this game all summer, obviously, talking about it all summer. I think the Eagles are going to win the game outright. I think the Eagles are going to win in Atlanta week one. I, I wish the number was a little bit smaller. I mean, the three and a half, the hook, if you were taking the points, you'd want the, you'd, you know, if you're if Atlanta, you would think this one, if the market thought the Eagles were going to win, it'd be around three instead it's three and a half. But I like the Eagles. Atlanta's got offensive line issues, a young offensive line. One of their guys just went mm. on the IR. Eagles defensive line is the strength of their team. I just I think the Eagles are better than people think. I've been saying this all summer, and I think this is a very winnable game. Both these teams stunk last year. I mean, these teams were not good last year. I think the Eagles could win this game outright. Hey, well, BetQL seems to agree with you. They have the Eagles at plus three and a half points. Um, very. I mean, that's what it is. So, right. I mean, it'll be close. Uh, but I think you're right. Consider taking the underdog in this one. I always like taking the dogs. Um, Maybe I should do that. I think I might. There's a lot of there's a lot of dogs. There's home dogs, and we just hit on one. We hit on the Lions are a home dog. Washington football team a home dog. Obviously, Falcons are favored here. The total on that game, 48 and a half. All right, quickly, let's run through a couple others quickly here, Aaron. Okay. Packers minus four at the Saints. I know you're a, a Saints and a Jameis believer. Now, this game is not in New Orleans because of Ida. This game has been moved to Jacksonville which is a little bit interesting just because weather comes into play, right? It's hot, it's sticky, maybe some thunderstorms could impact the game a little bit. Um, this this total, this total was two and a half during the summer, the over-under. It's four now. Packers, mm. four-point road favorites. I feel like the numbers should be bigger. I like the Packers. I, what about the under? I was thinking about maybe taking the under in this one. 50 under 50? I don't yeah. believe in Jameis. I don't believe in Jameis. I know you do. Like a lot of points. It but does. I mean, the it is. It is Aaron Rodgers, so I don't 
That's I don't know. What are you thinking in this one? What was that? Uh, yeah, I love the Packers in the game. I, I love the okay. Packers to win yeah. this game. And I don't I'm not know worried. if I could take the Saints in this one. Yeah, I'm not worried about the four points. Uh, I, I do love the Packers in this game. Look, there's a ton of great games. I can't wait. Week one is here. Mike Lombardi is going to join us next. He's our Odyssey NFL. I remember we hit, we hit a couple games with him we didn't hit here, including the Broncos at the Giants and the Sunday night game. The Rams hosting the Chicago Bears. Joe Gillio, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook on the BeckQL Network. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Yeah, we are going to line them up here, but we're going to line them up for week one in the NFL. We looked earlier in the show uh, at team, NFC teams hosting games. Now we're going to look at AFC teams hosting games here for week one of the season. Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth, later this hour, a little nickel or dime. And uh, we'll give our best bets, our lightning bets for tonight in, uh, well, mostly Major League Baseball as uh, the uh, pennant races continue to heat up. So we'll get to all that. But Aaron, we got to start with some games here of the AFC teams hosting. I can't wait for this week one of the season coming up this week. Aaron, let's start with a game that you mentioned earlier. We had Mike Lombardi on. And I think when Lucy was on with us as well, the Steelers at the Bills, two playoff teams from a year ago, um, one of them is expected to be back in the playoffs this year. The Bills are projected to win the AFC East. The Bills are looked at as a Super Bowl contender. Meanwhile, I am among many that think the Steelers are about to take a step back. Steelers are kind of like, people like them, they don't like them. It's like people don't know what to do with the Steelers. Rookie running back, Mike Lombardi messed to us with Najee Harris. Uh, Bills are six and a half point home favorites in this game. The total pretty high, 48 and a half. Um, the way I, I look at this game early is, I don't see how the Steelers slow down the Bills offense. I don't say they slow down Josh Allen. And while I think the Steelers will figure it out with the run game a little bit as the year goes on and their offensive line, that's a tough spot to go on the road to Buffalo week one with a full crowd there in Buffalo. I think this is a difficult spot for the Steelers here, Aaron. I I really like the Bills in this game. I agree. Um, The Bills handled the Steelers last season, winning 26 to 15 after pulling away in Buffalo. Josh Allen, he's going to have it easy passing downfield or won't have it easy, I mean, and it'll be tough, you know. Um, 
But I really like the Bills in this one. I think they will do enough to contain um, Najee Harris. And I think Allen will find enough um, matchups to exploit. According to BetQL, Bills will win this one 26 to 21 and a half. So I'll take the Steelers plus six and a half. It is a five-star rating on BetQL. Um, Pittsburgh was 10 and seven against the spread in its games last season. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I like, I, I like, I, I like, I like Buffalo for sure. Yeah. I like the coaching matchup too here. I mean, I just feel like McDermott has got his team more buttoned up. We had Mike Lombardi on last hour. He mentioned how much the Steelers have struggled early in seasons. It feels like Tomlin's teams early in the year. It's always choppy. They, they don't, they, they just sloppy early in the year. And then they kind of figure it out as the year goes on. So I, I like the coaching advantage as well with uh, McDermott at home against the head coach of the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. How about this game? I, I can't wait for this one because I'll, I'll be fading the Colts all year on this show. I already took their under on the season. <laughs> the Seahawks, two and a half point road favorites at the Colts. Now it seems like Carson Wentz will play. We'll find out more tomorrow. From what I saw last week, if Wentz can take all the reps tomorrow with the ones coming off that foot surgery and feel okay on Thursday. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword there. He has to take all the reps tomorrow and then not have you know swelling or, or pain in his foot after the surgery on Thursday, then he's going to be the quarterback. So I think we should assume right now Carson Wentz is going to go and be the quarterback. Um, for someone who watched every snap that Carson Wentz has taken in his career, including last year, I don't think that's a, a great thing for the Colts because I don't think Wentz is a very good quarterback. Seahawks, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Aaron, I think this is a game for the Colts that – desperation is a silly word. It's week one. But, like, their early season schedule is tough. This is a winnable game for them. If they don't win yeah. this game – they have the Rams next week. They have the Titans after that. They have the Dolphins after that. They have the Ravens after that. If they don't win this game, it's like, whew, they might make it off to a really tough start. I like Seattle in this game. I, I just think Seattle's at the better quarterback, better team. Uh, and I, I don't think the Colts offensive line is ready or is Wentz ready. after Wentz has had like two practices all summer. I, I don't think the Colts are ready for this game. Hmm. Uh, BetQL has the Seahawks winning this game 25-20. to 24. It is a four-star rating on the spread. Um, so BetQL is saying, hey, you might want to consider the Colts at plus one point, um, which is a minus one and a half point difference from the current line. I think, you know, the Colts feel good about what they have with Carson Wentz. I know you've had a, a good chance to take a look at him and when he was in Philly. Um, but, you know... I might I might go with BetQL on this one, but I don't think I'm interested in taking anything just yet on it. Yeah, it's a little Colts, risky. <laughs> if the Colts are going to win this game, it's going to be low scoring. They're going to need to use Jonathan Taylor. They need to control the clock, keep the football, play, basically play, keep away from Russell Wilson. That, that's the way they win this game is a really low scoring, you know, 23 to 20, 23, 21 type of game. If this game gets into the upper 20s, I think the, the Seahawks are in trouble. The Colts are in trouble. Seahawks would have it. But do you like the Colts on the spread? I don't. I, I like I like the Seahawks to win the game by at least a field goal. So I like okay. if the game if okay. it went over three, went over three and a half, I, I probably would walk away from it. But yeah, I, it seems too risky for me. I don't know about this four star rating. I don't. I'm not ready to play that one. <laughs> well, it's a home dog. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a playoff team from last year. It's a home dog. You don't see that very often. Cardinals at the Titans. Um, this is a, actually, I think this is one of the more fun games on the card here. Arizona coming off a year. They just missed the playoffs. Tennessee coming off a year. They made the playoffs. Obviously lost Arthur Smith, their offensive coordinator. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think Tannehill is, he, he's good now. Like he, he's figured it out. I don't think they're going to miss Arthur Smith that much. 
But when I first saw this this game, Aaron, my first thought was over. Before I even saw the number, I was like, there's going to be points in this game. I don't think the Titans defense could stop anyone. And the Cardinals defense, although it was pretty good last year, they, they're not great. They're, they're not they're not amazing. So I, I like the over in this game, even mm-hmm. though it's 52. I think it could go. I think both teams could be in the 30s. And I like the upset here. I think Arizona with Kyler Murray can go in there and win this game. And I'll say it this way. Before Kyler Murray banged up his shoulder last year, the Cardinals look like a playoff team. Murray was a, an MVP candidate. And I think a bad Titans defense against a healthy Kyler Murray, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray and the Cardinals will probably win this game, but I do think it's going to be close. Um, the defense, I think, should be a lot better. Um, however, Cardinals cornerback Ma- Malcolm Butler, he was put on the reserve retired list. He's dealing with some things, um, a personal situation and mulling retirement. The weapons are there for Kyler Murray to work with. Um, he might have one of the best receiving cores in his young career right now. Um, I, I I think the Cardinals defense, as I mentioned, probably got a boost. I like the Cardinals in this one. Um, yeah, I think consider taking the dog, right? Yeah, I think this is, this is a, I think this is one of the more fun ones. So like I'm imagining one o'clock on Sunday that we see this on the red zone a lot. Like Scott Hansen is there and he's bringing the next highlight. Kyler Murray runs for this and Tannehill throws this and no one stops Derrick Henry. They, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if both these teams are around 30 points. Like, this is a high-scoring game. I like, I like Arizona, Arizona over 25. 25. That, when, you, when, when, when Paul said that, that Arizona, low. that it does. Yeah. It's a Titans, Titans defense. defense that's, I mean, I don't, I don't see, see where, where the Titans defense, defense got, got much better. better. I know they, they drafted, drafted a corner in the, the first, first round. round. Um, they, they did, did sign Bud Dupree. Dupree but, but I, I, don't I don't think that defense is appreciably better than where they were last year. And they couldn't stop anybody last season. Yep. Yeah, I really, I really like, like Tennessee, Tennessee and, and I, I, I like I like, like the, the Cardinals, Cardinals side of this uh, over 25. I like that, Paul. Vikings minus three at the Bengals. The over-under of the game is 48. This We talked about this when it first came out, like kind of maybe an upset special, but it's been such – both these teams had a bad summer. The Vikings had all the stuff with Zimmer basically angry at his players. Kirk Cousins trying to hide behind plexiglass because he doesn't want to get COVID. You got the Bengals with Burrow – you know, not feeling himself early in camp. Jamar Trace dropping everything. I don't know what to do with this game besides not pay much attention to it other than the highlights. Like, this is not one I'm going to lock in on, the Vikings and Bengals. I, I, this is probably the least interesting game on the slate other than Texans and, uh, and Jaguars, but at least that's Trevor Lawrence. I'll say it this way. If the Vikings can't win this game, it's going to be a long season because the Bengals stink. Yeah. I, I I wrote the same thing down in my notes last night. Like, I'm not touching this one. I don't have a, a much of an interest in it at all. Um, the Bengals open up as three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. I mean, they've got Joe Burrow coming back from that injury, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Um, and joining him is going to be his buddy, uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll have to see about that one. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh could take the home team with the points. I'm not sure. I'm probably going to stay away from it. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, there really are a good amount of home dogs in week one, including this one here. Uh, here's how I would look at this. I, I think this this could be a one. If you have a feel, and I have a feel the Vikings are going to win this game. Uh, I, I, I could see Burrow late in this game, putting up a bunch of touchdowns, putting up some yards, like really just kind of second half 
Joe Burrow. That's the way I could see this thing happening. Vikings get off to a lead, and then the Bengals put some points on the board in the second half. The Vikings call the dogs off. Burrow completes a bunch of passes, yards. That I'm kind of. I, I, this might be one that I, I throw a same game parlay on eventually as I, mm. I look more about it because I, I think you can kind of play out this game. I think the Vikings will have a lead, and then Burrow will have to throw to try to get them back in it. Interesting. I like that. Jaguars on the road. Aaron, the Jaguars, after winning one game last year, are road favorites. And the reason, there's only one reason, is because they're playing the Texans. Jaguars minus three on the road against Houston. The total 44 and a half. Boy, you can't have an, a, a softer landing spot for Urban Meyer and the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence in week one. Like, they they might have some growing pains, but they're facing the Texans. who for I haven't seen a team this roundly criticized heading into a season in a long time. Like, the, the perception is that the Texans are might not win a game. I mean, they have David Culley as a head coach. They just named Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback. They're going to have a healthy scratch for Deshaun Watson every week unless they trade him by the trade deadline. Like, that team is a dumpster fire. And I this game feels like it's going to be ugly. I like the Jaguars, but I don't have great conviction they're going to blow them out. Yeah, I'm, I actually like the over on this one. Mm. I mean, Houston's defense was terrible last season. Really couldn't do much at all. And as you were saying, I could see Trevor Lawrence and the Jags putting up some points. Um, I mean, we don't really know what we're going to get from Lawrence that early in the season. It could take him a while to really get going. But against this Houston defense, I'm going with the over. It's set at, what, 45, 44 and a half, right? Yep, yep. Um, BetQL is predicting the total to be 47 and a half. So that's a three-point yeah. difference. That's not a bad play to take the over. It isn't. How about this game? This might be the, the one that people are locked into the most. The Browns, after playing the Chiefs in the playoffs, I should go back to Arrowhead. It is a six-point favorite for the Chiefs on the road, over under 53 in this game. Aaron, let me throw this at you because earlier in the show, Mike Lombardi told us about Andy Reid, how he just doesn't lose in September. He's so great in September. How about Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes? Okay, Th These are Patrick Mahomes' career numbers. He's played 10 games in the month of September in his career. Aaron, he has a 32 to zero touchdown to interception ratio in the month of September, and he has never lost the game. Wow. 10, 10 to zero. I mean, there's no better play in the NFL than Patrick Mahomes in the month of September. Yeah, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. Betting against Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, no, can't I mean, do it. I mean, it's just. I mean, they're they're ready. And look, Andy Reid's teams are unbelievable. They're so well coached. New offensive line, which could be a little tricky as they get the timing down. And the Browns, I think their front is pretty good. But boy, th those numbers don't lie. When, when you have a quarterback that is on his game like that from the beginning of the season, I, I know the number scares some people. It's six, but I, I would. would you, it, it's it's under a touchdown. Would you I would just take do teams. a bet on this or what? I mean, because BetQL has the total right at fifty three. Mm. Yeah, the number is interesting because, you know, that, that's a pretty big number. I probably wouldn't, yeah. with conviction, go over it. But I like the – my first read is I'm not going against Mahomes and Andy Reid at home to start the season. I just – I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I, yeah, I agree. I do think, though, the interesting part will be the Browns to see how they look. Can they compete again? Because right? if they compete in this game, and if they lose, I'm going to feel great about the Browns moving forward, even with a loss. If they're right there to win this game. I already feel good about the Browns. I mean, I'm really excited to see what they do this season. Love the Chiefs. Can't bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid, as you said. 
Um, but I think there's tremendous upside for the Browns to continue building off what they've done the last few seasons. So it could be really good. I mean, with COVID and injuries, you just never know. The Browns could be right there in that division. They, I think they could win that division. We'll hit a couple more games we didn't hit right now. They're saying, including Mac Jones versus Tua and the Ravens on the road against the Raiders in week one. That's coming up. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. And add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel's letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game, and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, there's no strings attached. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. I can't wait to use FanDuel with all of the football games coming back. Last week, I was all on college. This week, the NFL is back, and I'll be placing a couple teasers, parlays. I can't wait for this weekend of NFL action. If you never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up a promo code BETQL so they know I sent you. You sign up, you hop in, you get your first free bet. It is awesome, especially with week one coming up this week. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code BETQL.